0: I'm Court. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to another episode of The The Castle Chat. Chat. Hey, friends, and welcome back to another episode of our Disney-inspired podcast. Today, we are heading back to the Walt Disney World Resorts to give you all you need to know about staying on property at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. Buckle up and get ready. Want to experience more magic with us outside of this episode? Be sure to follow us on all socials at The Castle Chat. If you love what you hear, please leave us a rating or review on Apple or Spotify so we can continue to build this community. Are you ready to jump into the episode? Let's chat about it. Courtney. I'm so excited. I have no idea what you just said. I know nothing about Spanish. You're so so welcome. Oh, okay. (laughs) I should should at least know that, but I'm like, That's okay. Completely
1: over my head. Close enough. Um, We are here today to talk about Disney's Coronado Springs Resort, which indeed does have a Latin flair, so therefore, my intro.
0: There we go. I mean, you do have experience in that realm, so... You spent some time in your life in Guatemala. So, yep, Guatemala and Ecuador. If you want to know more about me, you
1: can visit those
0: countries. But if you want to just go to Coronado Springs, go to Coronado Springs. Too. You could also learn a little bit more by going to the Mexico Pavilion in Epcot. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Two great options here. We have not done a resort episode. Well, no, we did Beach Club. Like, is it last cycle? Yeah, we did. Okay, but I feel like before that it had been a while. Yeah, it has. It's been, I mean, in in general, it's
1: been a while. It's been a couple months Mm -hmm. since we've done one of these. And I really like doing them. I think that staying on property at Walt Disney World um, is. Part of the Disney experience. There are obviously experiences to be had, not staying on property as well. Maybe one day we'll talk about that. But for today, um, staying at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort is definitely something that I would recommend. I've had the privilege of staying there in the past, and I wanted Court and I to jump into what it looks like to stay
0: there because it's been mm-hmm. um, one of my better experiences staying on property. I'm very excited to hear your take on this. I have not stayed at this resort, so I know I heard a little bit from your time there, but I know we're going to expand on that during this episode. So welcome. We're gonna we are gonna break it all down, share all the things you need to know about this resort from. It's history to what the rooms look like, the average pricing, the dining, the entertainment, and the transportation options for this resort. So we will be sure to cover all of those items during this episode, as well as a few stories from Caitlin sprinkled in there from her personal experience and time at this resort so if you are unfamiliar with how the walt disney world resort system works um, they have value moderate and deluxe resorts and disney's coronado springs resort falls in the category of moderate
1: Yes, we do have a new addition to this general resort area. It is the Grand Destino Tower. It opened in 2019, so it is really new, and we'll we'll dive into a little bit of the details there as well. Um, but Coronado Springs is a moderate resort, and it is found in what would be considered the Animal Kingdom resort area.
0: Yes, um, I feel like I have passed this resort. Multiple times on the way to the park, just being on like a Disney bus. I think it like it's definitely on the path to multiple parks.
1: Yeah, I think if you are going towards um, any of the water parks or towards Animal Kingdom, um, maybe towards Hollywood Studios, you might be in the general vicinity depending on which direction you're coming from. Um, if you stay at an All Star Resort, you would most definitely pass the Coronado Springs entrance anytime you're leaving to go anywhere Um, but the resort itself I think the general feedback that I had heard when thinking about booking a moderate resort was don't stay at Coronado because it's so far out there it's the furthest
0: away from everything have you heard that before I have not heard that before but honestly to me like the disney bubble once you're on property everything is so relatively close in my opinion like i think you can really stay anywhere and you're still going to be able to get to places relatively quickly via bus obviously if you stay in like the epcot like boardwalk area you're going to be super close to epcot and like walking distance obviously to hollywood studios but if you just want to be in a resort where you're a short bus ride to any of the parks then like to me personally like i don't it really doesn't matter which one i stay at because i know like i'm within the disney bubble and so i'm with at least you know five to ten minutes at max away from a park which is fine with me
1: yeah it's really not that bad um when i got to stay there i was pleasantly surprised by transportation and getting around to different areas in the disney bubble like courtney mentioned and um I I just felt like I had heard before and I had stayed away from wanting to spend time there because I felt like it was going to be such a long journey to get anywhere else in the Disney bubble. And that's not necessarily true it's definitely not as central as some other locations but um, as far as being a convenient location anywhere on property like Courtney said is pretty convenient
0: yeah well you did mention earlier that it is relatively close to the Disney water parks which is something in its history that I wanted to talk about so before Coronado was built and Coronado was built in on well, it opened on August 1st, 1997. But before that, Blizzard Beach was actually supposed to be connected to a Disney Resort. And that Disney resort was supposed to be where Coronado now stands. And I did not know this about the history of that piece of land and what they had intentions to do with it before it became Coronado. Did you know this?
1: Um, I didn't.
0: Did you look into more details about what this resort was supposed to be? Um, I forgot the name of it and I have to go back and look at it, but I know why they didn't move forward with the idea. And it's because water parks require a lot of renovation and shutdowns in the year. And they didn't want a resort where somebody could look out of the window during a time where the park was closed and just see like empty water slides and like it kind of look run down when it's not functioning and there's not people there so they held off on making a specific resort to go with the water parks yeah
1: i think that that's smart on their part retrospect um but the resort was supposed to be called the alpine resort that, i think yes yes and it's supposed yes. to be like a ski lodge because yes. blizzard beach is obviously themed around a Ski resort. That was so. it. I forgot the name, but I'm glad you remember. So funny to I mean, I think the concept of Blizzard Beach is very clever. Um, but to think about like oh winter ski resort themed place in the heat of central Florida Tough. is kind of funny to me. Um it might be appealing to all the Floridians who are in that area visiting walt disney world and maybe you want to see something that they're not used to seeing but maybe they'll come up with something similar in the future i do know um maybe we'll do a deep dive on some of the like never completed disney projects but i do know that walt disney wanted general resorts outside of theme parks to be built and it's like a ski lodge was one of his plans and it never nev- never came to pass, and maybe that was what they were thinking of when trying to connect a potential resort to Blizzard Beach with this alpine resort idea. Um, but in doing research for what they should build, they essentially said, okay, where do people vacation? Where do people want to go when they go on vacation? And they were like, oh, like the, the Caribbean or Mexico. And I think that that's where the idea of this Coronado Springs, Latin, southwestern inspired resort was was birthed
0: yeah on the website it states that their theme is mexico and the american southwest so we see that theming throughout the entire resort um the resort is also also a convention property um so it has a lot of rooms and space i mean it's a large resort because they have conferences there and um i know when you went you were pleasantly surprised at how big the property itself was
1: yeah it's massive I don't know if it is bigger than the other moderates all the moderates are huge um, but I do know that the ballroom for the convention itself is like 60,000 square feet like it's insane it's very big and part of the reason for creating this convention resort is was because the other convention resorts are deluxe. And so a lot of companies and employees who were supposed to be going on these company retreats who couldn't afford the nightly stay at Contemporary or... Yacht and Beach Club, or some of the other um, convention based resorts, they said, okay, well, maybe we need to find something that is a little more reasonable and quote unquote moderately
0: priced so that more businesses will come and use our facilities for Mm -hmm. conventions. Well, and definitely adding the Grand Cino Tower has helped that like modern feel for businesses, for conventions, and stuff like that. So, definitely a smart move by by disney to create that extra tower and in general keeping the conventions there as well for a more moderate price range yes so
1: trying to wrap up the history of where this resort has come from disney is the king of storytelling they do storytelling better than almost anyone in my personal opinion obviously we're huge disney fans here so it's easy for us to say that but they came up with a storyline that historically had some backing to it. And it's the, the story of the resort is that this family found their ancestors map of an excursion to find these lost cities of gold. And in using the map, they find this Aztec pyramid with a lake around it. And it's so amazing that they decide to plant roots and build houses and live there. And so that's kind of like the story of where you end up. You see that Aztec pyramid while you are in um, the the resort area. It's pretty obvious when you find it. But I think it's fun that Disney does come up with these
0: storylines of how did we get here? Does the storyline incorporate any of the areas of the resort? Like the Because they have four different areas. They have the Ranchos, the Cabanas, the Casitas, and then the Grandesino Tower. Does any of that incorporate in the story at all, or is that just the names of the buildings?
1: I'm not familiar enough to know. My guess is that family members who knew of this ancestor coming from different parts of the world and where they plant roots and build their homes, they build homes based off of where they're from, maybe? But
0: who knows? That could also be my made-up story about it. Right? I mean, I think it's cool, though, that they have this storytelling experience incorporated with the resort. Like we did, like we said earlier, it is a very large resort. It also sits on a 22-acre lake, which that's like a ginormous lake. Uh, It's very big. It is... Shockingly big, which is so fun, though. I love that. And then, on top of what the resort was already big, they went ahead and they added the Grandestino Tower in 2019, which added 545 rooms and 50 suites. Yes, I mean, that's a
1: lot of rooms. The tower is beautiful. Something to note about the tower, which I don't know if we'll talk more about it later. A lot of our focus is Coronado Springs pre tower. We'll talk a little bit about the tower. Um, but grandestino tower is also the first moderate to offer club level
0: Interesting, so, I didn't know this
1: Yes, so you can stay at the Grand Destino Tower In a club level room The views are incredible of the lake in the center And then you have a lounge that serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner And you have all these special amenities that come with staying club level um, Which I think is for families who are wanting a more luxury experience With a nicer price tag I think that's so nice Yeah, I think it's great that they offer that for those families Yes, so we've talked a little bit about the history, how we got to this resort. Like Courtney mentioned, it opened August of 1997, so we just had a birthday for Coronado Springs, but let's jump into talking about the rooms themselves. So we mentioned there are four different sections, one of those sections being the tower itself, but we have the ranchos, the cabanas, and the casitas. All of the rooms in these areas are the same. The outdoor theming is what's different. So let's talk about rooms.
0: So when I was looking at photos of the inside of these rooms, to be honest, the inside really reminded me of uh, Pop Century in the sense that you have the double beds and then you have like the door that kind of slides in and out for... The bathroom then you have your sinks and then you have a private toilet and shower as far as like the room layout that's what it reminded me of you can obviously see that things are a little bit more elevated than pop century but in pop century we know that we also had that renovation which kind of makes things look a little bit more modern and nice in there um But I don't think that Pop Century has double vanities. I think it has a single vanity in the bathroom. So that was an upgrade and addition. And the bed is not a Murphy bed. There are two beds that that are raised up where you can put suitcases underneath. And the desk portion and like table area is kind of off to the side. So that was what I saw when I was looking at some photos.
1: Yes, with the renovation, something that Disney has been doing when they're making these upgrades and they did it very well at Coronado Springs. The desk area is very large. uh, If you're considering that a lot of people might be staying here for a business convention, they do have a very nice workspace. And then secondarily, the amount of plugs in these rooms is incredible you can plug in a phone you can plug in your laptop you can plug in your camera you can plug in all the things because there's plenty of plugs to use which Did you is really stay? Nice. So you stayed in one of these rooms. You didn't stay in the tower. Correct. I stayed, in, okay. I was in the ranchos um, section when I stayed there. Um, the uh, we mentioned the outdoor theming is a little bit different. Ranchos is more of your southwestern desert feel. There's lots of cacti. It's very sandy on the ground. It's very tan in color. As you move to the cabanas, I would say that's more Caribbean southwest or um latin american vibes where there's palm trees there's a lot of greenery um and the way that the buildings look you would maybe imagine you're in the caribbean versus the more um desert looking or um color wise color palette desert color palette of the rancho's area and then the casitas is most definitely like you're at a resort in Mexico the way that they look they're very beautiful but they definitely have like the most pretty outdoor um look to them you feel like you're at like a Cancun resort
0: yeah that's so fun did you feel like when you were in those rooms did they feel bigger than a value room um did it did it remind you of a resort like pop century on the inside or like what what was your experience with that
1: um, I, uh, these upgrades are really, really nice for a moderate resort. Um, I have stayed fairly recently at Coronado Caribbean beach and, um, Port Orleans riverside. And the way that they have redone Coronado is very clean. Um, hardwood floors, but they're like tile, I'm sure hardwood tile, but, um, the sliding door makes it, one, more private in the bathroom area. The other um, moderates have a curtain, that, like a shower curtain, for that area mm. to close off. So they have, like, a full solid door. Um, the lighting is really nice. The amount of plugs are really nice. Um, I know that Caribbean Beach and um, Riverside both had carpet floors and the, the curtain in the bathroom a single vanity not as many things not as many areas to plug in I would say the rooms at Coronado felt bigger than the other moderate resorts hey that's good to know yeah it is very um spacious it might be because of that clean design that it felt that way but it was very very spacious and it might be because of it being a place that
0: a lot of businesses go Disney wants it to feel a yeah little I think more a little more like elegant in right. there right I did notice that the like the shower area like, in the um, in like a I guess a value or maybe some of the other moderate resorts they just have the tub shower with the shower curtain and this one has like a glass sliding mm-hmm. door which mm-hmm. is a small little update that I think adds a little bit of elegance and um, luxury in there it's small sure. but I think it Matters so absolutely. Um, the tower rooms, though, on the other hand, are slightly bigger than the other rooms that we just mentioned. And I would say the layout, according to photos, more closely resembles a deluxe resort where you kind of open the door and you kind of walk right into a hallway where you have the closet on your left or right, and then the, and then you have a you go right into the bathroom, um, and then you kind of have the open area where the beds are and the desk and all of that versus you open the door. And you're immediately in the bedroom so i think um it provides a little bit of privacy before you get to the where the beds are
1: yeah um i also know that in the tower the use of technology in general like the elevators are like real fancy Mm. and all of the people um in the lobby checking you in have ipads not like computers and In the lobby of Grandestino, do we want to talk about the lobby? Do we want to, like, sure, you can go for it? I mean, um, we're in the tower, let's go ahead and talk about it. We're in the tower, so we'll talk more specifically about some of the entertainment and restaurants and things that you can find in this um area. But in the Grandestino tower, specifically because it's a convention resort, the lobby has so many places where you have, like, single chairs with USB or um, USB-C plug-ins, it's, it, it's a workspace. Like it's like pe- an
0: airport, you know, like where right. they have all the little tiny stations where you can plug in and get connected.
1: Very much so, yes. And so they knew going into building this tower that there were going to be a lot of people there for work, not for... Pleasure, sure you can kind of mix the two when you're at Walt Disney World, but it is very um, work friendly. I could see a lot of people like plugging in and doing some remote work for the day. Um, there is an area there; it's a two-story lobby. It might be the only two-story lobby that I can think of um, for a Disney resort. I'm trying to think if there's another one, and I'm well. I mean, there's there are lobbies Yeah, but the lobbies, well, I guess there is that second upstairs area. Yeah, and
0: I'm thinking, like, is it Animal Kingdom Lodge that has the thing across the top, too? Or am I thinking of something else?
1: Mm, There's a bridge across, um, and then there's, like, a restaurant below. Um, So maybe that's what you're thinking of. But in terms of it being, like, usable workspace all the way around, there are two floors for you to be able to do that. Um, and I think that's a really nice touch. Disney like is thinking about the fact that people will be working there and not just going on a vacation. Um, it feels very luxury and elegant and um, not as like in-your-face Disney theming. The theming of the Grand Destino Tower is based around a short called Destino, Um, which was a project between Walt Disney and Salvador Dali that was very special and important to him. And a lot of the names and the selections for things in that tower come from that short. Um, A lot of the artwork comes from that short. So um, maybe check that out to get an idea of the inspiration for the tower itself. Um, But yeah, the lobby for the tower has taken over the lobby for coronado springs if you're staying at coronado springs that's where you check in as well and the old lobby which is connected to what is called el centro it's basically where all of the main things that you would find at a disney resort are plus it's attached to the convention center that's where the lobby check-in used to be but now it's also workspace which is really I mean it's That's nice cool. they gave extra
0: space for that
1: yeah and so there's no one checking in there's no front desk people in that area it's truly just
0: a workspace which is nice cool well thanks for sharing all the things about the lobby area I think it's important for people to know um so I was on the Disney website and I was like you know what let me just plug around and pick some different weeks and different months and say What would it cost for me to stay here? So I looked at the first weekend of November of this year. I looked in the second week of January and the first week of February. So I'm going to break down those prices for you guys. So if you wanted to stay the first week of November of 2023, you would be looking to pay for a standard room um, $315 per night. And if you wanted to stay in the tower, you would be paying $437 per night. If you were to stay during the second week in January of 2024, you'd be looking to pay $253 for a standard room per night and $414 per night for a tower room. And then the first week in February of 2024, you're looking at paying a standard room price of $244 and a tower room of $398.
1: Were any of these um, taking in...
0: uh to consideration any discounts or that's just the flat rate i just put in the dates and i hit search and i just looked at the price next to standard room so i'm pretty sure it's not taking in any discounts okay which is i mean that's good to know because there
1: are a lot of different times of year that disney will offer discounts so i mean to think about a a pretty nice moderate room being 244 in february if you add in some type of you know 10 to 20 percent discount on that that's a really reasonable nightly stay
0: yeah i was actually pleasantly surprised by these prices i feel like recently we've been seeing value resorts creep into the 200s and that stresses me out because i'm like no if it's value I, I in my opinion i feel like it should be under 200 dollars. so to see a moderate kind of like in the beginning of the 200s that was good that was that felt like nice for me to see because i've seen value at that price before so i agree i think that this one's priced really well if
1: you look at a place like caribbean beach that is central it has skyliner access the nightly price is going to be higher um so i think if you're wanting a nice luxurious stay that isn't going to break the bank you should definitely be checking out coronado
0: yes and we want to know have you stayed at this resort before or is it on your list to stay at what were your experiences there definitely share those with us on instagram in our dms we love hearing you alls stories of when you've done certain things at disney or stayed at certain resorts it's always fun for us to learn more about the things that we're talking to you guys about so definitely share those things with us online i'm um starting to hear my stomach growl should we talk about food i'm hungry let's let's talk about the plethora of food options at this resort
1: so many food options and from my understanding they're all great so let's jump in where do we where do we want to start
0: I mean, let's just start at the pool bar because that's a fun place to be. We love swimming and sometimes you get hungry or you need a little drinky drink. And if you wanted to do that at Coronado Springs, you would want to head over to Siestas. Do you know what Siesta means in Spanish? Yeah, it means nap. Okay. You did? Check. You got it. Yeah, I got that one. I just didn't get bienvenidos. But you
1: remembered it. I did remember
0: it. it. Also, Who needs Duolingo?
1: I just need you. That's right. There we go. Okay, so yes, the um, Siesta Pool Bar is at the Dig Site Pool, which is, if you see the massive Mayan Pyramid, that is the Dig Site Pool. It's essentially part of the storyline. They found this Mayan Pyramid, and they are doing an archaeological dig, and it fills with water from the lake in the middle maybe i don't know where the water comes from but um the pool bar there has plenty of like quick service type options and when you're staying at a disney resort specifically this one very clear fun central pool it does have a slide we'll talk more about the details later Um, there are going to be a lot of families hanging out there so it's important to have
0: easy access to food Yes. And obviously, if there's a lot of kids running around and you're an adult and you're getting stressed out by all these children, you also need a place where maybe you can get some alcohol. Oh, yeah. So having that aspect as well. Best of both worlds. There Sit back, relax, drink a little cocktail, have some chicken nuggets and fries.
1: Yes. Okay. Um, when we, I can tell the story now or I can tell it later. Um, do you want me to tell a funny story now or later? Go for it. Just okay. go for it. So Sam and I... We had the privilege of staying at Coronado Springs um, over a year ago now, but we went, we wanted to check out all the sites, see all the things. We wandered over to where this pool bar is. We're checking out the pool. It's wacko crazy. There are lots of families there, um, and we did actually want to spend some time in a pool, but the other areas, again, we'll talk about more details later but other areas have other pools so we saw this and we were like hmm as nice as this is as cool as this theming is let's skip this and go get food and sit by the pool somewhere else so we did but if you recall there was a child that crawled up this pyramid if you follow disney news and all of the wacko stuff that happens in disney there was a kid that climbed up the Mayan Pyramid. I don't know if he was thinking that the access to the slide was this way, if he was dared to by some friends. But he climbed up, and there's a, there's like water falling off the pyramid. Yeah, it's a waterfall. Yeah, and he got stuck, and parents had to climb up and also go fetch him off of this pyramid. It was a whole ordeal. And this literally was the time that Sam
0: and I were at this pool. That is hilarious. So, never- Also so dangerous. Like, yeah. why don't they have something to stop people from climbing up there? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think there
1: are tons of signs. Maybe yeah. this kid couldn't read yet. <laughs> I don't know. Um, or parents weren't paying attention and he thought it was funny. But legitimately, never have I ever had, like, a big Disney thing happen and been present for it. Wow. And there I was. Like, you saw it? Oh, my. Um, I heard all of the people yelling as we were leaving the pool to go find something else. Wow. So we were like, what the In heck? In the middle does... of the action. Yeah. We, we walked out and there was like, you, I mean, you can imagine if somebody's like stuck up on the top of the pyramid and mom and whoever else is like, get him down. Oh, my God. And everyone's like gasping and lots of kids freaking Freaking out. Freaking out. Yeah, and so we can hear all of this commotion as we're leaving. We're like, "What in the and I'm world?" Like,
0: Did the lifeguard not notice the kid? Like, the kid had to be high enough yes. up the pyramid for someone to freak out about it. Look it up, y'all. If you're listening, go look it up.
1: You will see how high he got. Somebody took a picture. I'm pretty sure, um, but yeah, it was <laughs> it was interesting to say the least. So um, that's
0: our our fun. Random side story for the day. Well, I'm sure once he climbed all the way down, he was probably pretty hungry and needed to check out some more of the food places at the resort. So this is a good segue into the other places that we could eat around the resort, right? Yeah, he
1: and his family got kicked
0: out of the pool and they were like, we never got to go to siestas, where are we going? Well, they could go to Rick's sports bar and grill. Maybe they just wanted some good old American food, who knows? Or they could have headed over to Maya Grill, which is Latino cuisine, so... That's just a few of the options they could have gone to. Where else could have they gone to? Um, I'll tell
1: you where I went. If they would have followed me after leaving the pool and they got kicked out, they're just walking right behind me. Um, I checked out the El Mercado, which is like basically the food court for the Coronado Springs area. And let me tell you, um, they've got incredible chips and salsa, chips and queso, chips and guac, just like you would find at a mm. Mexican restaurant. Lots of really interesting options. Um, I believe Sam got a burger or a chicken sandwich of some sort, and it was like very non Disney. Um Ooh, so interesting. It was it was really good food i was very impressed um for it being quote-unquote food court Um, they had a lot of different options and um, some were grab and go some were made to order and they have the different sections in there for you to check out um why don't you tell the people about what you sent
0: me recently of what you can find in there for breakfast Oh my gosh. Okay. I did not know that you could get this here. They basically have chicken and waffles in like a whole new way. Like think about a Mickey waffle on a stick, but you bite into that Mickey waffle and you're also biting into a chicken tender.
1: I, the way that I thought about this was like a corn dog, but it's chicken and waffle instead of cornbread. But it just looks like
0: waffle on the outside. The chicken is inside the waffles. So you bite in, you get the literal best of both worlds. And they're Mickey waffles. And they're Mickey waffles. So you can get them here. And even if you're not staying at Coronado, you should just go get breakfast there. They also had um, like a churro latte, I
1: think that was mentioned in the video as well. So if you're a coffee Mm. fan, you could check that out too. I think they do also like in that grab and go section have churros. Um, So, again, this is not a place to sleep on. If you like, like me, if you like to leave the parks and go eat at resorts because
0: resorts have really good food, I would definitely check out Coronado. So, I mean, I now, I mean, I want to stay there because of the prices that we just saw, but I also want to stay there specifically for the chicken and waffles. Okay, well, when Jed is
1: convinced, Jed, I'm talking directly to you. When Jed is convinced to go and Perfect. stay um, we will split to make it even more affordable amazing and stay at
0: Coronado and try all of these things I love it I feel like there's a Disney trip in the making as we speak love you Jed. <laughs> well there are still more options for food at this resort there are rooftop lounges such as the dahlia there's a like barcelona lounge where you can get coffee and espresso and if you still want more coffee you can also head over to cafe rick's and it's a grab and go coffee and pastries type of place did you go there i feel like you're a coffees and pastries gal so i am a coffee and pastries gal but i believe on this trip um If I'm
1: remembering correctly, we left for breakfast and went to Riviera and went to Le Petit
0: Cafe, Uh, where I always end up. Of course, that makes so much sense. Well, that means we have to go back to Coronado so you can try the Cafe Ricks. Yeah, maybe I will
1: sneak over there at some point in the near future if Jed decides to sign up for a Disney trip. Just saying.
0: There we go. Perfect. Okay, let's see. What else do we have on the list? We got a few other things.
1: Okay, so we have um, Toledo in Grandesino Tower, which is fine Spanish dining. And I believe this restaurant
0: actually recently received a Michelin star. Interesting. I did not know this, but yeah. it makes sense it being such fine dining in this tower. It's so elegant. Yes. It makes sense. Yeah.
1: And then it's pretty much right across from that Dahlia Lounge. If you want a really nice, minimal crowd. I didn't know what word I wanted to go with there. Minimal crowd viewing of fireworks. It's far far away. It's not like at Contemporary watching the fireworks. But if you are up at Dahlia Lounge or Toledo, um, I believe you can see all fireworks from that view. See, it's
0: not that far away from other parks.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So it's definitely not only great food but also great views um and then the last place that we haven't mentioned is three bridges bar and grill which is in the center of the lake there are literally three bridges coming from different parts of the resort that lead straight to the center and from what i've heard um, one they may have the best queso on property and two they have something called sangria university
0: I've heard a lot about Sangria University, a lot of people who are local or visiting on a Disney vacation where they just want a little bit of a elevated experience where they can go and learn the history of Sangria, how to make your own Sangria, and you get to try all these different flavors, and it's a class. So I think, I mean, I love Sangria, so I definitely want to do Sangria University, but the content that I've seen from this, it looks so aesthetically pleasing and beautiful and like it's just you're just surrounded by the lake and it's so cute
1: sangria is courtney's drink of choice in case anyone out there was wanting to buy her a drink when yeah you
0: see her in the park don't sleep on it a sangria like a red sangria with some sprite mm. slaps mm. i'm a margarita girl so it seems like we
1: should be at coronado springs either way we should be so okay food is covered i'm definitely hungry now But we've got a couple of other things
0: to go through entertainment wise for this resort. So let's knock these out. Okay, let's start with the the big items. Let's talk about the pools. We already mentioned them a little bit. We do have the main pool with the Mayan Pyramid, and that is technically called the Lost City of Cibola. I think is how you pronounce it. -hmm. Um, And basically the pyramid pool. Yeah, pyramid pool is the
1: best term for it. Nobody calls it the Cibola, lost city of Cibola. Um, It's just the pyramid pool. Uh, There is a very large, specifically 123 feet long jaguar slide. Whoa. Maybe that's what the kid was trying to find by climbing up the pyramid. (laughs) Sounds like it, or he was dared. Um, But this pool also, it's the pool itself, it's a big square pool but there are also more than one hot tubs around this area Mm -hmm. so when you are ready to have a little relaxation time maybe at the end of the day once all the kids have left the pool this is they've got multiple that you can use because it is such a large resort you're not having to like fight for space yes so that's something important to know about this area maybe siesta um, bar and grill will still be open for you to grab something and then go put your feet in the
0: hot tub after a long Disney day. I do love putting my feet in the hot tub after a long Disney day. And I'm glad they have multiple hot tubs. They also have a zero-entry children's pool area. And then in addition to that, they also have an explorer's playground that's right there by the pool as well. So lots of things to do for the kiddos at the Big Pyramid Pool. But that is not the only pool, as you alluded to earlier. There are three additional pools located around the resorts. And those are located with the other areas, like the casitas, the ranchos, and the cabanas each have a pool area
1: yeah they each have their own Sam and I um, like I said the casitas area I think visually is like the prettiest so when we left the big chaos of the pyramid pool sam and i went to the casitas pool and had a nice relaxing afternoon chilling in the sunshine but you can find one regardless of what section you're in that isn't as busy or loud as the central one so if you want some
0: less chaotic pool energy just go to the one right where you're staying well i mean i know like beach club has obviously one of the best pools on property it's ginormous but they only have the one pool right no, they have other smaller ones. Oh, I thought they... Okay, maybe yeah, I'm thinking of something else then.
1: Yeah, they... When I stayed at Beach Club, we talked about this on our Beach Club episode a little bit, but that central pool is so freaking busy, and so we had... There were, there was nowhere for us to go, so we had to go to one of the okay, smaller I, pools. Okay, I don't know
0: what I... W- maybe I was thinking of a different resort then, but I was thinking of, like... or well, maybe it was... Mm, now my brain's getting wrapped around backwards. But basically what I'm trying to say is it's so nice that you have one of four pools to pick from at this resort. Plenty of opportunity for you to take a nice cold dip if it's a hot day and you just need a little pool break. Um, definitely opportunities to do that at every area of the resort, and if you're looking for a little more exercise, if walking around Disney just isn't cutting it for you, and you need some more, um, the Grand Cino Tower does have a large fitness center, so you can hit that up if you want to. I don't ever hit up the gym when I'm <laughs> at Disney because Disney is my cardio. Right, exactly. But no, like if you want to get up, get out there and do your own workout, you go, girl. There are some people out there that
1: can't get up and get going without doing some form of a workout so respect to you but me either i already get up at the crack of dawn to shower look cute and get my genie plus set up i love it so um if you are at the grandestino or coronado springs for a convention maybe you would be more likely to use it which yeah. is nice to
0: have i think it's definitely a nice thing to have what else do we have so actually, if you venture over to the Casitas pool, I was
1: so shocked to see this when I came across it. I did not know it existed. But if you don't want to try to find a reservation at Census Spa at the Grand Floridian or some of the other locations that it's at, you can go to La Vida
0: Salon and Spa. Coronado has its own salon and spa. I love this. It makes so much sense, though, with like the convention route as well. Like if you're in town for like a super long convention, you have a day where you can rest, but you want to hit up the spa. I would absolutely do that if I was there on business and just needed a little bit of a break.
1: Yes, I would love to compare an experience there to senses. I have been very fortunate to experience senses for a bachelorette weekend for my aunt, and it was life changing. Um, But I'm sure with this being a Disney location, it's going to have the same crazy level of quality. So it might also, just like Coronado itself, be a little more price friendly than
0: Senses. Um, So I would definitely be curious to check this out. Yes. Gosh, I want to check it out, too, because I did not know that this property had a spa all right, let's see. What else do we have? Okay, so like we mentioned earlier the, uh, earlier, the El Centro area does include the food court, a gift shop, and the Rick's Lounge. There's an iguana arcade, and then um, there's also an area around the lake called the La Marina where you can rent bikes and fishing equipment. Yes, and when
1: I was there, I actually did see people fishing out in the lake, which, again, I was surprised by. Um, but there are the bridges that go to the center are massive they're so long so there's plenty of room to find a place to hang out and fish and then for outdoor activity um, if you are leaving where the um, Barcelona lounge coffee area is in grandestino tower right outside there's a lot almost um, similar to Riviera there are a lot of lawn games that they have out for kids or families or anyone to go and enjoy um they i forget what it's called but it's like pool but with soccer um they have like soccer balls that look like pool balls and you have to get them into oh, the fun. pockets um they have like a version of that outside which i think is fitting for the theme of the grandestino tower being spain or spanish and soccer being a huge part of that culture um again with other different long games that are out there too and then if you're familiar with barcelona at all um there is a park there called park well and it has incredible tile work and some of the places that you can just go sit and look at the lake and enjoy they have these beautiful benches that have stunning tile work on them and it's it's like a piece of art so not only is there plenty of stuff to do and enjoy but there's also just beautiful
0: spaces to sit and be grateful that you get to experience such beauty i love that when you mentioned the lawn games it made me think about um where they set up the big like blow up movie screen and they do the movie under the stars they do it on monday wednesdays fridays and saturdays right there on the lawn at 8 p.m so that is always one of my favorite things to see at a disney resort is like maybe getting home Home, like home back to the resort. Um, after you've been in the parks and you see like Monsters Inc. is playing and you're like, maybe I'll just sit and watch for a little bit and it's just so fun and nostalgic and a great time. They do say welcome home when you come back to the resort. So that's fitting. Yes.
1: I also think there are plenty of people out there who do a resort day. If you are going on a long trip, you don't want to pay to be in the park or have the energy to be in the park every single day of your trip. You can have a resort day to enjoy where you're staying and something like this where you know there's going to be movie under the stars to go and enjoy in the evening with family friends whoever it might be um, is a really nice touch for them to do because it does seem like once it gets dark and restaurants is pretty much the only thing to do um, the pools probably close at a, a reasonable hour as well it's nice that they have this offering
0: Yes, I love that they offer this. And then one other thing I forgot to mention over in that pyramid pool area is they do have some ping pong tables over by Siestas. So there's plenty of stuff to do, whether you're at the pool, you're on the lawn or you're spread out across the resort. Um, They make sure that activities are available and you always have something to do, which is Super, super nice. Now, I feel like we've covered a lot, but the last thing we need to talk about is transportation before we wrap this up and head over to our segment. So um, I know a lot of resorts will have either bus options or Skyliner, or maybe even boat options depending on the location. So what does this resort offer? So
1: this resort is pretty limited in its transportation due to the location of it. And all you have are buses. But because that's all there is, and there are a lot
0: of people staying here, the buses come very frequently. There's also four bus stations. There's not like a actual, like, there's not just like one by the main tower. They have one at every area, which I think is a really nice touch.
1: And because there are four bus stops, depending on where you get picked up that might change some things but they do they stop at each one so you're coming home from a really long park day and you don't want to be dropped off at the central tower and then walk forever to get to your room just stay on the bus they go around the whole resort and they drop you off at either casitas, ranchos or cabanas as well which is i i think a
0: really nice thing for them to offer well you think about you know value resorts and they have they have one bus stop and it's usually right outside the lobby and if you're all the way in the back of the value resort then you've got a long walk to get to your bus so that is kind of the perk that you get by st- upping from staying at a value to going to a moderate and having more access to transportation so totally agree that is great out of a, on a scale of one to ten how what number would you rate this resort um
1: for moderates period it would be really difficult for me to rate it Amidst all the other resorts, okay, in the moderate category, for the moderate category, I have not stayed at um French Quarter. Um, I have stayed at the other options. I would say it's number two for me. Riverside is my number one, it has a little more one location convenience to transportation options. Mm, Okay, um, I think the rooms at Coronado are definitely the nicest. But overall resort and what they had to offer, I think I got more out of my stay at Riviera. I wish I had eaten more at Coronado. I wish I had tried more food there. And maybe that would change my opinion. But...
0: Well, when at least you know for next time when we go. Yes. And we stay there. That that's what we'll focus on. Check all the boxes. Try all the things. I love it. Well, guys, gosh, that's a lot of information that we've covered here. If there's anything that you feel like we missed or you want to chat with us further about, like I said before, always feel free to hop into our DMs. But for now, we're going to kick things over to our segments. Magic moments. A magical moment for you
1: and me. Wow. Wow. I don't know where this singing of songs at all times comes from once we reach this part of our show, but here we are singing songs about magic because we're excited to bring you another magic moment from one of our listeners. Um, Court, let's give a recap of what a magic
0: moment is. All right. So if you are new to the Castle Chat or just new and recent, we have added Um, magic moments as one of our segments as a way to share your stories and your memories of your time in Walt Disney World or Disneyland or any of the other Disney parks. Um, We have created this podcast as a way to share our love for Disney but also share y'all's love for Disney. So we put out a thing on our Instagram stories um, every Monday where we ask you guys to submit any special magical moment that you had at Disney and we pick one each week and we share that story and today we are so excited to share a magic moment from our follower Kinsey. Um, She said that during her trip this past March and it was her mom's first trip in nearly 40 years they rode Big Thunder together during the fireworks and it was the most magical moment of a trip chock full of magic moments on top of that so gosh there is something very special about being on an attraction during fireworks especially obviously if it's an outdoor attraction and I don't know it's it's something between like the rain or the fireworks that just like get me like being on like experiencing either of those
1: I think a lot of times the magic of fireworks while you're on an attraction is the surprise of it I don't feel like a lot of times people are planning they're like okay fireworks mm-hmm. start at 8:45, so i need to be in line for big thunder at this time it's one of those ha- happenstance pieces of magic where definitely you get in line you get on the
0: ride and you're like oh my gosh fireworks are going off this is so yes that's what is so special about it for sure
1: yes and then i mean the view of cinderella castle the backside of cinderella castle from big thunder as you're going up is already so beautiful throw in fireworks and i do know that the fireworks come from a good bit beyond the castle so i can imagine if you're on big thunder the fireworks are probably
0: behind the castle even more so and like in your straight full view I love that. I have only had, I think, maybe twice I've experienced fireworks on an attraction. And one of them was when I was on Splash Mountain and it was when we obviously got to the top before the drop and as you get to the top you can see the castle and as we were like literally rising I just like saw all the fireworks and I literally was just tearing up and I'm like this is so special so I'm so happy for Kinsey and her mom to have experienced that experienced that together especially with her mom not going to Disney for 40 years and, and going back and then experience that together thank you so much Kenzie for sharing your magic moment with us and if you have a magic moment you would like to share here on the castle chat be sure to check out our social media on Mondays at the castle chat to submit your entry small shop shout out.
1: Another round of shout outs. Woo! Yay! I'm really running out of steam with these songs. Like I said, I mean, we're just singing our way to the end here, but we got this. Yes, I'm really pumped to talk about this small shop today. Courtney, who do we have? We have Tomorrowland Threads. Um recently finding that Tomorrowland Threads is like on the up and ups. I'm seeing it more in my feed like on different accounts I feel like I saw it a few places and now all of a sudden there are a couple of their designs where I'm like, oh, you got it too. Oh, you,
0: I, I need it. I need it. Yes, of course. We love finding new Disney apparel or just other Disney shops where you guys can shop your favorite Disney items and have it for everyday wear or have it for the parks. And like you said, Caitlin, Tomorrowland Threads is definitely killing it in this area. What are some of the recent designs that they have come up with that our listeners could maybe go and purchase
1: well i mean we are approaching the spooky season in disney world Halloween starts on August 1st for all of the Disney lovers out there. Boo to you. The um, pumpkins, the banners, all of the above are out. The first not-so-scary Halloween party is this weekend. So, that being said, Tomorrowland Threads is killing it with some of their Halloween designs. They have a Halloween Town shirt, which I love. Oh my gosh, have to have it. Um, it's so, I mean, obviously we love decoms here, but underrated to be using this as a a inspiration for merch so I love that they did this they have a shirt that is like graphics from the show but then they also have an embroidered crew neck which I love
0: I am glad that you mentioned that because I love that this shop does screen printing as well as embroidery love the variety there's literally something for everyone with Tomorrowland threads
1: and then for all of our Swifties out there um first of all, we want to say we're so happy to be experiencing the future um T Swift 1989 Taylor's version. Oh yes, um, of craziness course. with you all, but they also have some Taylor Swift designs, one oh, of them being so um a reference to Long Live with some purple pixie dust specifically around the castle, which I love. So Um, there are so many more designs they obviously have caught our attention and what they do they do it very well so just want to shout them out today Um, and you can find them on Instagram
0: at Tomorrowland Threads underscore well guys thank you so much for spending another episode with us here on the castle chat for now we'll leave you with what we always leave you with which is there's a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you Go make it magical. See you real soon. Bye, guys. Bye.